conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the Conscious couples podcast uh we are proud to present episode number 37 do you and your partner have common goals emilia and i before we jump into this episode we want to give a shout out to next level podcast solutions thank you so much everyone over there at next level podcast solutions for making this podcast so valuable for everyone production audio video all of the above Mm -hmm. so as always love i want to pass it to you what is your intention for today's episode my intention is to share what my experience has been when this has happened to me and to vulnerably and authentically communicate how important it is to recognize when this is happening and you guys have separate goals um, that aren't necessarily aligned or you guys might not have big goals in general and how that might be affecting your relationship and transferring how important the it really, really is to talk about this stuff because it could really avoid a catastrophe in your relationship. So that's my intention. So the analogy here is, let's say that you want to travel. You pick a destination. Mm-hmm. You pick a goal. Mm-hmm. So Emilia and I are about to go down to South Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Very excited next weekend. Mm-hmm. And we are traveling together. What if I was going to South Carolina and she was going to North Carolina? Now, all of a sudden, we are going to have to misalign or we're going to be misaligned as soon as we get past North Carolina because mm. I still have to go farther south. Mm-hmm. What happens with relationships is very similar. When you're not headed to the same destination, the same goal, the same destiny, uh, you can feel really disconnected. And oftentimes what happens is the partner who has lower self-belief, mm-hmm. lower goals, um, is essentially unintentionally, subconsciously holding the other partner back. And the partner who has bigger goals and more self-belief tends to feel misunderstood. And the partner without big goals also feels misunderstood. And so we've talked about core aspirations, core values, core beliefs. Today, we're going to focus on core aspirations, goals. Mm. Okay. So there's this couple that we we coach. And um, a lot of times in our coaching, it's not it's not relationship therapy. It's relationship coaching. Mm-hmm. And the difference between therapy, this is the simplest way I can explain it, is therapy is a lot about the past and trauma and the now and how to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, coaching is a lot more aspirational. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more focused on the future, focused on achievement. Mm-hmm. And so our relationship talks coaching essentially is how do you come together as a as a couple and how do you align your goals and create goals together so that you can naturally and more organically align. So we had a couple come to us and um, one of the partners had lower self-belief and not a lot of clear goals. Mm. Um, she had already achieved many of her dreams and she was working a nine to five. I don't know if it was nine to five, but it was a, a steady five days a week, weekends off type of job. Mm-hmm. And then this other partner uh, essentially was working a very different career 
Mm. He was doing the hybrid model where one job is nine to five and then doing a side gig, side mm-hmm. hustle on the side mm-hmm. and has really large goals and dreams financially and et cetera, impact, all of that. Mm-hmm. And so he felt very misunderstood and he felt like, well, I don't think she really understands how when I get home from a hard day of work, I still have more work to do. Right. Um, and then she didn't feel understood because it's like, well, you just worked all day. I just worked all day. Why am I not feeling like a priority? Mm. And so it's really important for everyone to understand that if you don't have common goals in terms of size and scope, Mm. it's going to be very, very difficult for you to really feel understood and feel seen and feel heard and to be on the same page, really, unless you're willing to talk about it and then talk more importantly about the self-belief that is or is not there underneath it. Mm. You know, like kind of just hearing that, I was thinking about how you don't typically realize nor identify initially when you're the person that has the bigger goals in the relationship that it is self-belief that is the biggest determining factor between your level of goals versus your partner's level of goals. And likewise, if you're the partner with the smaller goals than your partner, you you probably don't correlate that to your own level of self-belief. And a lot of us don't necessarily look at that because we don't want to see the contrast between ourselves and our partner. And because a lot of the conditioning that's underneath that is that, well, am I not good enough to be with my partner? Is my partner not good enough to be with me? So a lot of that is what we see in our coaching. And what I remember looking back at some of my experiences and now that I can see and identify that it was the difference in self-belief where I had very high self-belief in comparison to past partners, there was always a part of me that very much longed for those deeper conversations that longed for someone who that I could connect with on the level and struggle that I had because formerly different partners just never really understood that struggle, right? So they couldn't necessarily ride what we call the struggle bus with me. And I'm so grateful now because you and I have very similar levels in a lot of different areas of our lives where we have similar levels of self-belief. And as a result, we're able to, to join the struggle bus together. But just like that partner, like I didn't necessarily have time to hang out with my partner's after the day was done, quote unquote, after they finished up their job. Because for me, with someone who has huge goals and dreams, to an extent where some people would call me crazy, it's like... Some people have Some crazy. people have, and many people will, and, and I'm okay with that. Same with me. <laughs> there's no stopping point. There's no resting moment. There's, there's definitely an, an importance to the R&R component, but when it comes to that delta, it's like that's really important to be able to share with your partner. And if you are the partner that has maybe the smaller goals, babe, what would you say is the biggest thing when it comes to that, that Delta, instead of running away from it, what do people need to do in this capacity? Cause I know that you and I have run into this experience many times and from our clients have seen time and time again. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back at my past, particularly in my 20s, mm. um, I didn't realize that self-belief was the root difference. If someone has level 10 yeah. self-belief, they're going to have level 10 goals. Mm-hmm. If they have level 10 goals, they're going to have to have level 10 standards, at least in that arena. And struggles. And it can be really, <laughs> and struggles, right? And they're going to constantly be humbled time and time again. Because when you have massive goals, um, for those of you who might not, although I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do, mm. um, at least in the relationship arena, when you have massive goals, you just 
eat humble pie constantly. Get beaten up. And so that's my <laughs> answer. You get beaten up. You yeah. really do, right? And if you want to be a world-class fighter, you're going to get beaten up all along the way. Mm-hmm. You want to be a world-class chess master, you're going to lose chess all the time. Yeah. Um, you want to be an Olympic snowboarder, you're going to fall down constantly, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get bumps and bruises and concussions and all the nine. Yeah. And so having large goals will keep you humble. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have large goals, I'm writing an article about this right now, actually. If you don't have large goals and you don't have the necessity to fail forward towards those goals, you're going to actually have an inflated view of self unintentionally because you're not constantly eating that humble pie. Mm-hmm. And so to answer your original question, if one of the partners out there watching or listening to this feels like they're on that end of the spectrum of like, oh, okay, maybe I don't have as high a self-belief as my partner. Mm. Um, okay, humility. Be a student. Learn from your partner. Well, go get a coach. Learn from us. Listen to more podcasts. Read more books. Why would someone work on self-belief if they think they have it? Hi, everybody. I wanted to jump on here and talk about the Conscious Couple podcast, podcast that I've been listening to um, for a while now. And I absolutely love whether you're single in a relationship or not. um, This is the podcast for you. I mean, think about it. If you're not in a relationship, look at it like building a house. If you were going to build a house, wouldn't you get the instructions, figure it out, look it over, start practicing some of the little things so that once you start doing it, it's going to be the best house that you ever built. Or if you're in the house already and um, there's issues that are going on with it, aren't you going to try and fix them? Or think about it while you're building the house and the base layer, there's some issues there. Don't you want to correct those and fix them before you work on the rest of it? Have a great day, guys. Awesome podcast. People who think they have high self-belief when they actually don't, and it's mostly ego, Mm. that's the danger zone. Mm. I know some people who have very high self-belief, very high goals, who are like, yeah, I don't even think I have that much Mm. self-belief. It's like, trust me, I coach a lot of people all over the world. Yours is very, very high. And by the way, some people fake it, and this is the problem. Mm. Here's the question for our listeners. Why would someone with level quote unquote 10 self-belief because that's the way they act Mm -hmm. have level two goals Mm. it's inflated and it's fake yeah if you had level 10 self-belief you wouldn't have level two goals you'd have bigger goals and dreams because you'd believe in your own capabilities at a higher level Mm. and so it's this weird duality of okay if i'm in the lower self-belief position i need to increase my humility and my learning Mm -hmm. if i'm in the higher self-belief position i need to be vulnerable and communicate that not shame my partner but sit in the discomfort of the contrast and say we need to collectively set some we goals here Mm. i can help you but (laughs) this isn't going to work for me because i feel so unseen in my aspirations Mm. when i was growing up why do you think so much why do you aim so high you know isn't that enough why do you work so hard like take a break you need to rest it's like i know that (laughs) right Uh, like no you need to rest and also that's the thing it's like You think I think too much. What if you think too little? Mm. What if I think just the right amount for my goals? Mm. Yes. And that's so powerful. And so hopefully everyone out there watching or listening to this, if you've been told you're too much or you work too hard or you think too much, when in reality, you're probably thinking, working and doing the right amount towards your goals, but the other people have their own belief system about what you should and shouldn't do, which by the way, is a lack of humility. And oftentimes, like, people can't help but project their levels of self-belief onto someone else. So, like, for example, 
the partner that has the lower self-belief, they can't help but project that onto what you can and can't do because oftentimes we cannot separate our abilities from someone else's abilities. So like, for example, partner A who has low self-belief, they see you setting a goal and trying to achieve it. Well, if you're achieving it and you feel beat up after a long day and that's taking away from maybe quality time that you guys have together, what's the response going to be? Babe, maybe it's time to R&R. Yeah. Maybe that goal is a little too maybe, outrageous. Exactly. You know, maybe. And the flip side of that coin, sorry to interrupt you, love, mm-hmm. but I've never thought about it this way. I should have. And that's humble pie for me right now is we actually, with the higher self-belief, actually project our belief onto them and wonder why their goals aren't bigger because we see what they're truly capable of with our abilities or in our corner or X, Y, Z. And I, I do this all the time and and some of my clients actually pay me for this, which is great. But like a client comes to me and says, I want to achieve more. Okay, great. You're actually capable of a lot more than you think. Mm -hmm. And we got to up the ante here, but let me teach you and, and help you do it because I know how to do it Mm. because I went and learned how to do it myself because I had those size of goals long ago. AKA you're transferring your self-belief onto clients. Exactly. But if I transfer my own abilities and my own self-belief and my own grit and my own work ethic onto them, then I'm going to presuppose that they want to achieve or should achieve goals of the same size and scope of mine, which mm-hmm. is also not true. Right. And and I it think happens that in partnerships all the time. All the time. It happens in business partnerships. Mm-hmm. It happens in friendships, family relationships, and it happens in intimate relationships. And so I'm not here to tell Emilia how big or not she should shoot. Mm-hmm. Although I do think in the past, if you had low goals, babe, I would probably say honestly you're capable of a lot more than that mm-hmm. and i've done that with past partners and now in hindsight i do realize that yeah they are capable of more than they were demonstrating but i'm probably projecting my own self-belief and my own capabilities at least a little bit onto them yes. so if you're out there watching or listening to this let's all eat humble pie together mm-hmm. and let's want like which side of the spectrum are you on mm-hmm. or do you and your partner have perfectly equal goals and perfectly self-belief aka nobody (laughs) not the case um so which side of this are you on and at very least hopefully you can sit down with your partner and and discuss this and have a deep talk i think the feedback i've gotten about this podcast from so many clients and different people yeah listeners is i had a great discussion with my partner about that Mm, and so hopefully this can spark something in you Mm. uh listener And you can bring this to your intimate partner and you can either listen with your intimate partner or just spark a conversation. Hey, I was listening to the Conscious Couples podcast with Mm -hmm. Alan Lazarus and Emilia Smith. Oh my God, it was amazing. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was about this topic of do you Mm -hmm. have common goals? And honestly, I just realized maybe we don't have the size, same size scope of goals. Mm. And maybe that's actually part of our challenge. And it was about self-belief. Do you feel like you have high self-belief? start the conversation from a vulnerable place that's not attacking Mm -hmm. or presupposing but from an open-minded place of you know trying to connect huge so with that if you're someone that happens to struggle in this and you don't feel seen or heard or understood i think to that end to kind of sum this up talk about it talk about it and get the conversation started because like i said at the very beginning of this episode you might be one conversation away, like a vulnerable, like you just said, babe, a vulnerable, humble conversation away from an entire different trajectory trajectory than your current relationship. I know from me in my past, I didn't have the courage to have those conversations. And that 
lack of courage actually drove our relationship apart and ultimately ended those relationships. It started small as a very small divide. And that divide was this topic that we're talking about today. So for each one of you out there, you are just one conversation away, not from a divide, but actually growing together, not apart. So that's hopefully what we were able to share with you today. One thing that you can do, have a conversation, have the courage and look at it from an honest perspective of how can we grow together and not apart. I have uh, a final analogy. So imagine you're on an inner tube in the ocean with your intimate partner and you're holding hands. Mm. And it's out in the sun and it's nice and calm. It's Mm -hmm. great. And you fall asleep. And you end up um, not holding hands anymore because you both fell asleep and you put your hand in the water and the weather got a little bit choppier. And then all of a sudden you start to slowly drift apart. Oh no. Slowly drift apart. Slowly drift apart. And let's say you were asleep for 10 minutes. How far apart are you going to be? Let's say you were asleep for 30 minutes. Now how far apart are you going to be? Babe, that's so good. Now an hour. And so if you're on autopilot, aka you're asleep on the inner tube, Mm -hmm. taken in the sun, you might be headed towards sharky waters (laughs) and your partner's not even with you. Holy crap, that's scary. Oh my goodness. Or maybe you were drinking too much because you didn't want to talk about your challenges (laughs) and you just fell asleep, knocked out. Who knows what that started off as. But the point is, is that the longer you wait, the farther you'll drift apart. Yeah. So don't wait. Don't wait. And reach out if you need help. Yeah. So Emilia's going to talk about... Uh, Relationship talk. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone that wants to share in a space with someone, relationships aren't talked about enough. And they certainly should be. And we deeply, deeply believe that. So if you want to share some time with us, Alan and I create a half hour on our calendar every single Saturday to make sure that we can meet our listeners. And if you're struggling with something like this, we would love to meet you. It's a safe space where we can talk about this stuff. Please check that link in our bio or in this episode and um, hopefully we'll be able to meet you soon. Q4 is a little crazy. So book uh, as soon as possible because our Saturdays are filling up. We're very grateful. Super grateful. Um, Our Saturdays are filling up very, very quickly. Yeah. Service Saturday is becoming massively overwhelming Saturday. (laughs) Uh, No. So we also do a relationship talks event every single month. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last one was the best one I think we've ever done. It was on trust building. You had another amazing analogy in that one. The Jenga one. Oh, Jenga. Shout out to everyone that was there. How cool was that? Thank you. Oh, it was so good. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Coming in with the analogies. I did a social media post about that recently. Hey. Because I got to lock it in. I got to lock it into my memory. Well, now you know why. Because you're just knocking down stuff. Oh, it's the worst. All right. So the next relationship talks event uh, (laughs) is going to be putting your relationship first during the holidays, which can feel really, really difficult. Oh my God. Holidays are a crazy time. Q4 is out of control. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Facts. Friends, family, holidays, gifts, running around, shopping, everybody's out and about. Um, it can be a little bit crazy. Overspending, all kinds of stuff. Neglect. And so Emilia and I want to sit everybody down and talk about how do you put the we first? Mm. How do you put the relationship first during this crazy time? We call it the we force field. Mm. And how do you protect that when you've got all these social dynamics and all these family dynamics and all these parties and all these different celebrations? Sometimes you can end up at the end of the holidays disconnected and wondering what happened. And you've made all these other amazing relationships, but your intimate relationship, the center, your heart is now hurting or bleeding. Mm. Um, We don't want that for you. Okay. So the link to register will be in the show notes. And as always, it's not about me or you. It's about the the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community, so please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia, and Alan is a Lazarus88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the week.